Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is Roki Martinez. He'll be fighting on September 30th at Ryzen 13 versus Mirko Krokov at Saitama Super Arena in Japan. What's going on, Roki? Welcome back, man. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for having me back again. Good to be back. No doubt. Uh, recently... I saw that a super typhoon hit Guam. Could you give us an update, man? Like, what's going on on the island? Uh, well, actually, when it hit us, it was I think it was only a Category 1 or 2, but it did develop into a super typhoon. So uh, we caught a break, man. But, you know, we, we took some damage, nothing too bad. But, you know, uh, at least everyone was safe. So we're good here. Did you see those videos online of, like, the news reporters faking the – yeah. The severity yeah. of the storm. That's you guys walking behind. <laughs> yeah. No, there was the other one where uh, I think a CNN reporter was below water, but the cameraman was like four feet in front of him, but they were above the water. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah, it was a trip, man. Like, they're, they're throwing some fake news out there. That's why I asked yeah. you. It's like, what's really going on? Yeah, no, ours was, ours was uh, pretty good. Nothing too crazy, though. All right, let's go back to Ryzen 12. You finished the Samurai Mark Hunt Kiyoshi in the first round. Man, you traded with shots with him. It seemed like you found your distance, you know, after a few exchanges. And you even put your hands down, which you rarely ever do. Yeah, I was just, I, I started picking it up and uh, kind of reading his punches and stuff. Um, you know, it just, it, it slowed down for me. and I, you know, I felt like he was, uh, I was seeing his punches come pretty clear. Two things that I noticed in that fight was the standing elbows and the head kicks. Were uh, those some, were those two like, uh, parts of your arsenal that you were working on? Um, uh, you know, I, yeah, I worked on my elbows and the funny thing is in training, I throw kicks, but, uh, the, you know, the funny story behind that is, you know, I wore the wrestling shoes and, uh, the referee was uh, kind of informed my manager. He's like, hey, uh, you know, don't forget he can't head kick uh, or he can't stomp. I can't soccer kick with wrestling shoes. And I, my manager comes back and he tells me while I'm getting taped, he's like, hey, you can't do that. And I was like, man, can you just double check on the head kicks, you know, with the shoes on? And he looks at me, he's like, he gives me like a funny look. I'm like, hey, you never know, you know? And he's just la laughing and then he goes, okay, I'll be right back. So I can imagine, you know, what the ref was thinking when he went back and he, he asked him, hey, our head kick's okay. <laughs> and then he saw it in the fight. So, yeah, it's just a funny story behind that. But, man, I got it in my arsenal, though. Definitely, that is kind of odd that you can head kick with the shoes on, but you can't stomp or soccer kick with them. Yeah. Which is pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I respect the rule. <laughs> Definitely. And you just mentioned you wore <laughs> wrestling shoes, which I've never seen you do ever. This was the first time. What was the reason for that? Um, actually in my first few fights, um, I've worn wrestling shoes before. 
I actually stopped wearing wrestling shoes after I got heel hooked. Um, but going into this fight, I wasn't too worried about the ground game. So I put them on and I just felt like I could move better and, uh, you know, uh, uh, more of that boxing style with the grip and all that. So I decided to use it. Is it good to have that, like being able to wear the shoes instead of just the promotion making you not, you know, making you go barefoot every time? Uh, man, my preference, honestly, is I'd rather use shoes. I actually train with shoes all the time, and um, I just got used to it. Uh, always train with shoes, and um, on top of that, you know, I, I had a pretty serious ankle injury, so it's kind of like a security blanket for me, you know. Uh, uh, just I felt good with it, so... Uh, the fact that Ryzen allows it, it worked out for me. Now you extend your streak to eight fights, eight wins in a row, 50% finishing rate. Do you consider yourself the best heavyweight on this side of the world? And in my head, I really do. I feel like I'm, you know, if not the best, one of the best. And um, I just enjoy going out there and proving it, you know. And, uh, and I'm, there's still a lot of doubters and stuff, but comes with the territory but deep down in my in my head and my heart I, I feel like I'm the best yeah it's crazy to think that just a few fights ago you were gonna hang up your gloves and now you're gonna step into the ring with yeah. Mirko Krokoff <laughs> that you always every you know we've talked before and you've always talked about man I would love to fight Mirko and now yeah, it's yeah. actually happening how does that feel for you man it's just oh, oh, that I, I visioned it before and just um I just did whatever it took to you know make the fight happen and uh, I think for me that my last performance was what initially got me in and they think that it'll be an exciting fight so looking forward to putting on a, another exciting fight against Krokop. <laughs> Definitely before we get into the Krokop talk you were recently in Japan for a couple a couple weeks ago what was your purpose of the visit? Um, I actually just wanted to get with one of our, um, he's actually an old friend of mine and, um, he's, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, Padaduzu, or they call him Gori Chan when he fought in K1. Mm -hmm. He was part of, a uh, the Grand Prix. Um, um, this is a while back, but, um, he actually runs a gym now. So I just kind of wanted to go out for a few days and just sharpen up a little bit. Um, he's really good at holding pads and stuff. So. I just really wanted to tighten up on my um, my striking, get that good mitt work in, and also just kind of get away for a little bit and uh, uh, refresh. And you know, it worked out pretty good. I enjoyed I enjoyed the training and felt like it uh, it benefited me. So basically, you expect this fight to be a stand up war against Krokov then? Yeah, it could be, man. I I you know I hate trying to predict where the fight's gonna go, but uh, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if it stays standing the whole time. Uh, you just never know. But uh, I'll be ready if it does. He's not hey, He's not an easy guy to take down either. You know, it's not like, oh, let's just take Krokop down. He, man, his takedown defense is pretty good. Uh, I'm aware of that, you know, and I don't want to force anything that's um, that's going to, you know, take me out of my game. So I don't want to rush in like a lot of people fight him. And they're just like, they just get so drained trying to take him down. So. Um, you know, see, let's, well, I want to see how successful I can be on the feet first. And if I need to, then I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Krokov, he's 44. He hasn't fought in almost a year. 
but he's also on an eight-fight winning streak, just like you. Do you yeah. think age and uh, ring rust will play a factor in this fight? Um, it's possible, but I'm I'm not depending on it. You know, I'm I'm expecting the best version of himself. I know he had a pretty serious injury as well. Um, I've come back off the injury better, so man, you just can't count a guy out, man. And especially the fighter he is, the legend he is, the experience he has. You know, I I'm expecting the best Crow Cop. You know, that's that's fought, and uh, that's the way I should prepare. I don't want to underestimate him, regardless of his age and injuries. How do you step into the ring mentally against a legend and not, you know, kind of get starstruck in a way, like, oh, damn, I'm fighting Krokov right now. Are you prepared mentally for that? Uh, yeah, you know, I like um, kind of like when I fought uh, LeBanner, you know, he's a big name too. It's funny because when he was walking out, I was like, I was kind of cheering him on too, you know. It's like, man, these are guys like you know we I I watched and stuff like that, and just to share the ring with them, man. I I more than the pressure and you know of fighting them, I kind of enjoy it. It's like, uh, man, I get to step in there with them, and it, you know, it's I enjoy myself, and I think when I enjoy myself when I'm fighting is when I'm a really dangerous fighter. So um, for me, it's uh, it's nothing I'm worried about as far as being starstruck. If anything, I think I'm, it's going to make me a better fighter. So I'll, I'll have more fun. Krokov, he has been busted for using PEDs in the past. Is that something that you're concerned about or you don't care? It's like pride rules. doesn't matter. Well, to me, I don't care. I, mean, I probably fought guys on it before. doesn't matter to me, whatever, whatever. I don't care. You know, I noticed that this fight is going to be Pretty much the pride rules, right? It's 10-minute first round, two five-minute yeah, rounds. Requested you requested the 10-minute round, uh, and I was good for that. I mean, I, th I don't think his, him or his team expect me to – I'm thinking they're going to – they think I'm going to gas, you know, but little do they know that's something I really I work on. And But, um, you know, I can't blame them. Like, I mean, look at my first – my last two fights ended in the first, so – they haven't seen me go beyond that. And, you know, they're probably just judging by looking at me as well. So, but to me, when he asked for that, I was like, oh, that's to me, that's better. Works uh, better for me. I think he'll gas before I do. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much pride rules. And, um, but we get to throw elbows though. So there's elbows allowed. The best rules. Yeah, it's pretty much, yeah, the best rules. Soccer kicks with elbows and everything goes. Yeah, that's crazy. I love I love um, that the fighters yeah. are able to pick the rules, man. That that makes yeah. the fight so much better. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much this one's everything goes. I mean, even the knees on the on the ground to the head. I've had success with that before in uh PXU when they used to allow it, they but they took those rules out. So I know how to, I I mean, I've done it before. So it's cool, man. I rules. What rule do you feel that it's more advantageous to you? Uh, not so much the role, but that 10 minute round, like I said, I think that's advantageous. Uh, like for me, that's, it's going to work in my favor. Uh, I truly feel that. But like I say, can't underestimate him. I don't know. Maybe he's, his, uh, he's been working his cardio, so never know, but I'm hundred percent confident in mine. Do you envision this fight? as being something that will put you basically on the map 
around the world? And are you looking to finish Krokov? I am. You know, depending on my performance, I think I need to put on a good performance as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and if I finish him, yeah, I think that puts me up, you know, make me more recognizable around the world. People are going to say, hey, who's this guy who beat Krokop, you know? And, uh, of course, they'll still probably doubt me again. But, you know, at least my name will be out there and uh, keep that winning streak going. Does this fight feel like a title fight? Yeah, I mean, man, you know, honestly, I don't – going into all my fights, I've never put too much emphasis on a title fight. To me, every fight's like my Super Bowl, you know? Like, I just want to go out there and fight my best every single fight. Uh, it doesn't matter who the opponent is. Uh, but having Krokop on the other side, you know, makes it that much more exciting. All right. September 30th, Rising 13. Roki Martinez will face Mirko Krokop. Man, it is exciting times for you, Roki. Um, you kind of basically yeah, envisioned it all from the beginning of the year, and it's actually happening, which is very rare for a fighter because, you know, anything can happen in a fight career. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, I just – I truly believe you can make whatever you want happen. You just – you put in the hard work and you can make anything happen, man. It's just all hard work and dedication. And, you know, here we are now. Now it's – now I got to take the next step and actually beat him, though. You know, we're not we're not just there to take part, you know, and participate. Um, definitely need the win more than – probably now more than ever, honestly. Yeah, definitely you do. Um, Thanks – for your time, man, and uh, good luck in your fight. Uh, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, man. It's always good being on the on your uh, show. So, uh, you know, it's always – every time we've been on the show, it's been on the good side. So hopefully <laughs> we keep it going. And we'll get I hope win. so, man. I hope so.